0: Coming to you live from the Ray Horseman Studio at North Hollywood, California, it's Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, your comedy field guide to life. On tonight's show, Reading Your DNA. Is 23andMe an encyclopedic guide to what makes you tick, or just the little golden book version of your life? Dr. Wayne Grody is here to deconstruct what a computer can tell us about our genetic map. And Conmen. How do they work? Why are we susceptible to them? Would you like to invest in a luxurious Cancun vacation timeshare for just pennies a day? Well, then email me at at getrichatnobodylistenstapallapoundstone.com or listen to Dr. Jasmine Tarani as she gets inside a con man's head. No, not President Con Man. She's just going to tell us the truth. I'm Adam Felber, and because I am 73.6% Moldovan with a touch of Belarus on the side, I am obsessed with keeping our show on point. And now, please welcome the woman whose conversational DNA is all over the genetic map, Paula Poundstone. (laughs) Ow! (laughs) Welcome, Paula Poundstone, and thank you to tonight's house band, our returning champion, percussionist Eric Calver, back with a bigger kit than before.
3: Fantastic.
0: Yeah, Paula, I understand... You tried to get on a train recently. I did try to get on a train. <laughs> and chaos ensued. It, it did. I was in, uh, where was I?
3: I was taking a train from, I was supposed to be taking an Amtrak train right. from New Rochelle, New York to New Haven, Connecticut. An and Amtrak I, train. An Amtrak train. I was okay. supposed to take an Amtrak train. Sure. But it turns out that there's two different companies of trains that go from the same station. Amtrak
0: S- and Metro North.
3: Yes, exactly. I grew up in the area. Um. So I got dropped off on the not station side of the tracks. I could have taken a bridge. Up and over, but I carry 150 pounds of luggage with me. And which so, we've
0: talked about before. It's not wise, but it's, I guess, inevitable it, no, in your view. It has to
3: happen. Right, because you have so, to take your movie uh,
0: projector with you so you can watch old Three Stooges films in the original 16 millimeter format.
3: I, and I have a lot of costume changes. And uh-huh. uh, so I was. I <laughs> have my precious rocks. Sure, and uh, right. All right, so I um, first I thought, well, I'll go, I'll try to get to the train station, which was on the other side of the tracks. But then. Um, I saw a sign there was nobody to help you of course but there was a sign and it said tickets and there was an arrow and I went over and it was a machine that you could buy the tickets from and I thought well you let know, me shorten
0: it up for you you saw a ticket machine
3: I saw a ticket machine and so no I didn't see the ticket machine you saw I saw a sign, the sign that, that said ticket tickets and then I saw the ticket machine vastly different go on please yeah, boy yeah so <laughs> let me do Gone with the Wind for you and, no, then, no, they, no. and then they broke up um <laughs> Yeah. I, all right. So <laughs> I, 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 I find that it says New Rochelle on there somewhere. When I pushed, you know, location, it said New Rochelle in the machine. Right. And so I thought, well, that's not New Rochelle, New Haven. So I said, well, that's it then. And I've and I used my credit card and I bought this ticket and it spit it out. And then I asked a young man where he thought the New Haven. And, the, the, you know, trade train boy, was supposed to come a in. is this New
0: Haven choo-choo?
3: Exactly. Uh, and while I was standing there, there was, of course, an announcement over the speaker thing. Yes. And, you know, there's a rule about the speaker thing yes. at any train station which is it is not allowed to be intelligible no 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 that's, so that's, that's I good. heard Union you know regs. track huh, heaven. Huh,
0: huh, yeah uh, I did that job for a summer yeah you have to have a sandwich in your mouth the whole time <laughs> yeah you're allowed to spit it out but you have to have it in huh,
3: there. Huh, haven so uh, all right so then this train pulls up the doors open a, a woman conductor steps out we call
0: I, them conductresses nowadays uh, no, we and don't. I No, No, it's a A woman conductor.
3: And uh, so I dragged my bags over to her and I said, You know, is this train going to New Haven? She said, Yeah. And, uh, I said, and she goes, do you want to go? I said, yeah. And she goes, do you have a ticket? And I go, yeah. And I hand her my ticket. She goes, well, that's not the right kind of ticket. Uh, um, and I said, oh, but I." she said, this is Amtrak. I said, I think I'm supposed to be on the Amtrak. Oh, so you had
0: bought a Metro North ticket.
3: Yeah, I did. And she said, huh. I said, I think I'm supposed to be on the on the Amtrak train. And she goes, well, do you want to pay $150? And I go, yeah, I think so. And she steps on the train. She goes, well, you can't. It's too late. And the door shuts and they go away. Wow.
0: Wow. <laughs> Why'd she even ask you? Oh, you know, she was hoping you'd go like, no, I don't want to pay $150 for a $15 ride.
3: There's your customer service right, right. there. yeah. That's, that's right. what kept Mike Dukakis coming
0: back all those years. Absolutely. You know, I think she thought that question was hypothetical. Well, you want to pay $150? Because Metro North to New Haven from New Rochelle or wherever you're coming from, that's probably like a $15 ride. It was, we could have Tony Anita Hall look that up.
3: No, it was 14 I remember. Yeah, okay, great. It was
0: 14 but I had to get off at Stanford. So you were willing to pay... $136 more. I was. I'll tell you why. Okay. Well, I didn't. I took
3: the train. I took the Metro North. And it was fine. It, well, it was sort of fine. The difference is the Metro North is a commuter train. And so it's not, there's not really room for luggage. There's not the place down the end of the train where you can put the luggage. Okay. And so I have- uh, 150
0: pounds worth of luggage. I have luggage.
3: 150 pounds worth of luggage. That's have, what they say. I have uh, one, uh, two different big bags that are 50 pounds right. apiece, sometimes 51 or 52. Wow. And one of them has those four wheels on it. It makes it roll so easily. Oh, I love those! It's fantastic everywhere, but on a commuter train
0: because, because yeah. when
3: the train started up, right. it zipped down the aisle from oh, me. Oh, yeah! And I couldn't leave my other bags unattended no. because foreign articles be could be introduced. Um, no, I couldn't leave them on a
0: on a Metro North train to New Haven. No, I couldn't what leave foreign them foreign articles. We're gonna... I couldn't leave
3: them unattended because you really um, could because one is stacked on the other. Oh, and it'll topple over precipitous. Uh, uh, I well I don't know about that word. Okay. But uh it it it's a problem. Okay. So uh yeah. So in the end somebody did a kind of sort wheel of
0: wheel the, the help other me. the offending luggage back to you?
3: Uh, no I, I and now I now do you feel out.
0: like you're kinda of glad then that you saved that hundred and thirty six dollars? Or would uh, you rather have paid the hundred and fifty and had somewhere for your luggage?
3: I might have rather paid the
0: Okay. (laughs) Interesting.
3: Um, Maybe that's why I'm susceptible to con artists. (laughs) It might be. We're gonna find out more about that tonight. But I wanna ask
0: you a very relevant question. Yes. Were you wearing pants on this journey?
3: I did wear pants. Okay, yes, I've See, been opting for that. Brilliant, <laughs> brilliant segue
0: again. I'm constructing here because there's been an interesting discussion about pants on our Twitter feed this week. Have you seen somebody that? Somebody
3: tweeted me. I haven't followed all of it, but well, somebody I'll sum t- it up. Okay, yeah.
0: would you? Eric with a K asked us if we if we could make an episode about why quote pants manufacturers rarely make pants that consider that men have testicles and women need pockets. We just want to cover our legs comfortably and be able to carry things without a bag. And like that seemed like a pretty random ask, but it, it, uh, a firestorm erupted. It
3: had been troubling, yeah, Eric, sev-
0: the Several listeners chimed in, too. Uh, yeah. Janelle Golden, know. Kendra Kroll, and Reverend Schraft, who added, this is all too common conversation in the workplace. Don't tell HR. Reverend Schraft, Yeah. How, what, what kind
3: of HR does a reverend have?
0: I don't know. Uh, the, the, the church you know, HR the, department. The
3: parishioners. They yeah. don't have an HR department. Well,
0: to God, we're they, all human resources. They go
3: in, they put their... The, <laughs> the reverend gets his collar out of his locker yeah. and then starts work when there's like... A yeah.
0: <laughs> that's I, yeah, I guess that's how it works. That's
3: the word. Hey, punches w- Whistle
0: in. for, yeah. yeah. I, I, the I got that.
3: punch that. The a clock. Um, so what were those, five? There were like- f- There were a lot of there responses. Fi- that's practically viral when there's five and people tweeting about Most of these responses, pants. to
0: be fair, were women saying yes jeans are made in such a way that there's no pocket room for us women. I, I believe that, that our, our original poster was the only one who believes that there's no room for testicles in men's pants.
3: No, somebody else tweeted me uh, also on that same chain that um, he said that in I think he said it was in the 80s, he wore jeans so tight that he had to carry his testicles in, uh, in a bag separately. <laughs>
0: Aren't testicles already in a bag? I mean, I, as, yeah. a, as, a, as a proud owner, I can tell a, you. They, technically,
3: they, they... it's a bag in a bag. Okay. Yeah, it's like no, when my well, mother would uh, but I pack think that's... something that she really didn't want to leak. Oh, she'd double bag?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that makes sense to me. I, I got to tell you, mm. I, I, I think I'm a fairly ordinary guy. I feel like today's pants have ample room. For testicles. However, I do get the women's pants pockets thing.
3: Well, see now my pants maybe because I mostly buy men's pants. But oh, okay. I-, I-, I don't have a pocket problem. Well, you're One just lady- keeping
0: your stuff where you were otherwise would be keeping your testicles, maybe.
3: One lady no, my I'm keeping my testicles in my locker. Okay. One lady um said that she only had like two inches depth to her pockets.
0: Well, women's pants tend to be tighter than men's pants and there isn't a lot of pockets. And I've noticed that from time to time you favor cargo pants. Well
3: during you know, Adam, I can't believe you've never noticed this. Right. I wear, like there's a season where I change, you know, like through the summer into yeah. the late fall, I wear my cargo pants. Oh, yes. Oh, I, I know switch. that
0: because the whole family gathers around to watch the changing of the pants and on Paula of
3: <laughs> And then I switch for the summer. We <laughs> yeah, have yeah, an advent a, calendar. It's a seasonal tradition in my family. It. There's usually a pants reveal party that we have.
0: So you're in jeans right now. And I just, am in jeans When right spring now. comes, you will be wearing cargo pants.
3: That is correct.
0: Now, why yeah. is that?
3: Because the cargo pant, Adam, is a lighter fabric, and right. it has more, uh, so the jeans are warmer, um, but of course I get more pocket space with my cargo
0: so if pants. only somebody made denim cargo pants, you could wear be, the same pants we'd all be year all round.
3: Set, yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: All right, well that's good. That's good to know. I yeah. mean, so have we resolved anything for our listeners? I don't, I don't think I don't, we have. I don't. I don't, know don't we have. They're
3: wanting us to uh, appeal to pants fashion designers, pants makers, pants makers, and uh, we'll have to have a pants maker on sometime. Yeah, like, to talk
0: about the room for for pockets for women and and bags for men.
3: Eric with a K, you'll just have to hold on until we have a pants maker on. It,
0: it's possible that Eric with a K has like um, elephantitis of the testicles. Isn't it?
3: Uh, I don't know if such a disease exists. Oh, it does. <laughs> does and, it? And, and, and let me give a, l- a little of, give a hot per- tip to you. I've and heard all- of Peroni's disease because I watch What's MSNBC. Peroni's disease? It's a curve to the penis. I've, I've heard of... I like never, How much I, of a curve? I, I don't know. They don't talk about the degree...
0: Of the curve. Well, they I mean, should, because uh, a lot of us men are thinking like,
3: well... Well, they say uh, it's a commercial late at night on MSNBC, and it says, you know, do you have a curved penis? That's That could be Peroni's disease. And then it shows <laughs> which, a guy... Which just, is a
0: very good name, because Peroni does sound like a kind of curved pasta.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then they show a guy just sort of spinning in circles, because... No. Yeah, because, you know, they follow their dicks, and so if it's curved...
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and yeah. and I wanted to give a hot tip to everybody, including you. Yeah, I just want to about- give
3: a shout out to that two-year-old who likes the show again.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did learn that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, There's a two-year-old yeah, that loves our show, about the, uh, perhaps yeah. more now. Yeah. Um, the tip I wanted to give everybody about elephantitis of the testicles was: do not, under any circumstances, Google it. Why? Because you will see pictures of it. Oh,
3: and yeah, it's, that it's, sounds awful. It's
0: it's no, it's it's like people carrying around their luggage in wheelbarrows. It's it's horrifying.
3: Oh, that sounds horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So, wait a minute. You know what you've just revealed is that you Googled it.
0: I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to tell you how I know about it, but yeah, I did not Google it. Yeah, you
3: you Googled it. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. You Googled it. No, no, it was it. in a
0: textbook uh, that I had in college. Uh huh. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, because you took that class. Because when you got your um school class what do you call it, class catalog yeah you right away zeroed in on
0: An elephantitis introdu-
3: tectico- introduction te-
0: to elephantitis and testicles yeah no here's what happened i was taking a few psych courses and i took um i took uh human sexuality uh-huh. because i thought hey this is gonna be hot and you know yeah. what it wasn't <laughs> it was horrifying and that whole textbook still gives me nightmares wow yeah yeah and yeah. yet
3: they didn't talk about
0: peronies maybe they didn't have it back then No, no, no. As far as I knew, that was like a a, like a like a pastry that's covered with powdered sugar. Now, before we get to anything else, I understand that you want to continue this thing that you're doing about expanding your vocabulary one word at a time. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's kind of like a word of the week thing.
3: It is kind of like a word of the week. And you know, maybe I mean, if you had, I mean, had
0: turned pages here, you, you might see what we're talking about here.
3: Oh, wait, wait. You see what your um, word is. I think uh, my, Ken no, wrote know it down. I word. Oh, you know your and word? Of oh, course I okay. do. Okay. All right. I found a word. I simply okay. opened a dictionary and found a word that okay. I liked.
0: Right. You're giving us words every week now. Yeah. Last well, week well, was. Well, uh, I gave it last
3: week. I don't know if that's every week. Well, it's, it's not also like, on a special you know,
0: bonus show, which we'll be talking about later on the show. You're on
3: every show. And I would say that I have not done a new word every show. That's true. Okay, the word. What is ex-party? Ex-party. Ex-party. Okay. Now, um, the the definition that I found is on, from, or in the interest of one side only. Okay. Uh, and now- Now, I happen to know a little two, bit about ex-party. it is two words. It's two words. It's two words. It was listed in- It's, it's actually
0: a Latin term rather than a word.
3: Okay, I don't know what the difference between word and Latin term is.
0: Well, uh, Latin is language, and term is the, fa- is the fact that it's more than one word.
3: Okay, all right, all right. All right. So it's more than one word, but it's ex party and it has this meaning on, from, or in the interest of one side only. Right. Uh, yeah. And and now I talked to Ken Lizewnick in New York, one of our producers. One of our
0: producers who who turns out this lovely script every week that you barely glanced at
3: and he said um oh sorry to tell you this but it's ex parte and it's and then he explained that it's this uh, two uh words, legal two term uh, uh, le- two words and a legal term uh, and I looked again at the dictionary entry in my Macmillan dictionary for students which I have right here with me
0: you do I- you do it's a It's a it's a rumpled old text you have there.
3: Well, with pages falling out. I wish I could tell you it was. I I
0: I wish that we could have a picture of Tony. Would you take a picture of this book? I wish
3: that I could tell you that it was my children who had used it to this degree. No, I would say it's more that
0: your pets had.
3: Okay, here no, ex parte and the and the te and the pronunciation chart thingy in between the parentheses. It was is a e with a long sound. So ex party. Yeah, you guys were say like ex parte. I like, was not. Yeah, you were trying to make it like a cool kid. No, you know, like uh, ex parte. I think this might like have been a fight that you had who, with Ken, who used to party but doesn't anymore. Ex parte. You right. were trying to <laughs> say no, it. I really all wasn't hip, and it was a Latin. What'd you call it? A term. It's a term, not a word. It is in
0: fact a term, not I a word. I got a term for you. Okay, Uh, how many words?
3: Fuck you, it's two.
0: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) That's technically a term, yes. Yeah, it doesn't say
3: anything about term here. It says Latin, but it's a term.
0: It It doesn't matter. It
3: doesn't matter. Ex parte. Right. On, from, or in the interest of one side only.
0: Yeah, it's a legal term. It's about a legal proceeding brought by one person without notifying the other parties. So, like, you can use it to refer to improper contacts made with a court or arbiter without telling the other party.
3: Well that's all well and good but in my dictionary it's yes. just uh, it's just a well a term if you must but you don't have to be in court to use ex parte
0: No uh, you could you could use it in any context where ex-parti. where the other side is ex-parti. where the ex-parti. other side is not being represented in a proceeding ex-parti. Uh, ex-parti. Uh, another word for that might be Fox News
3: Ex parte yeah. yeah 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 it's just one sided Just one sided Yeah
0: you t- you did that without me
3: Exactly. Right. You Experting. played. You played.
0: You won the baseball game because the other team didn't show up. That's the game was played ex party
3: I don't know if that would be the correct use. Oh, would you?
0: Do you want to use it in a sentence? Yeah, Latin's. We uh, have a couple of sentences that Ken provided for us that were recent. One is actually from Fox News. Oh, really? What does it say? <laughs> the American people cannot withstand that kind of treachery before that kind of secret court in an ex party proceeding. And it was about pursuing obstruction of justice against Trump. It was.
3: I would just like uh, to use it here on our show in a non courtroom manner, Perry Mason. Okay, go ahead. Uh, no, I just when it comes up. Oh, okay.
0: I, well, I, I well, don't have a I, sentence all prepared. I, I hope it's gonna. I hope it's gonna come up. You know what else oh. is gonna come up tonight? It's gonna come up in just moments after yeah. a eight second musical break. Yeah. This is the first of, I believe, our two pledge drive shows.
3: Adam. Yes. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, and the sixth one has started a podcast. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally checked Learn a Language off your list
0: with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. Don't do it. Or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And, Paula, I got to say, I really appreciate the whole, like, getting phrases that are important to know In that language right away like how to order food how to ask for directions how to speak to merchants and i really dig more than that the speech recognition technology because even if some of our listeners think that i have a weird cadence when i am attempting to speak spanish (laughs) i am (laughs) i am speaking it well enough for the Babel app to understand what i'm saying at least when i do it right like this listen to this adios carlos ya te vas si Es tarde. Entonces, buenas noches. Hasta pronto.
3: I don't think you have a weird cadence. I think it sounds great. Thank you. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Yikes. And their football team is fantastic. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Is there some kind of special? Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription. Wow. But only for our listeners at babbel.com slash nobody.
0: If I'm not mistaken, Paula, that is 55% off at babbel.com slash nobody. The one spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com, and then you just add a slash and the word nobody, and it's 55% off? Yeah. Wow. Rules and restrictions may apply. And if you're going to do it anyway, use our code. Adios. Hey, everybody. As longtime listeners know, when Helix Mattresses first started sponsoring our show, Bonnie Burns somehow got the drop on me and made off with the first mattress. But in the intervening years, I have gotten myself a Helix mattress. I've had it for almost a year now and it has improved my sleep. It has improved my life. I could not be happier. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux collection, which I have the newly released Helix elite collection, which is a mattress designed just for big and tall sleepers. And they even have mattresses made just for kids. Now, if you're like me and you were a little nervous about trying it online or like Paula, who was screaming in fear of buying a mattress online, don't be. The Helix Sleep Quiz takes into account your individual sleep preference to match you and your partner with the perfect mattress. I took the quiz and I ended up with the great mattress for a side sleeper, the Helix Midnight Lux. Take my word for it, everybody. The Helix Midnight Lux.
3: Oh, don't want to take Adam's word for it. I don't blame you. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress, picked by GQ and Wired magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering twenty percent off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our
0: listeners. Go to helixsleep.com/paula. That's helixsleep.com slash Paula, and use the code HELIXPARTNER20.
3: This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts
0: now. Paula. Paula, I invited you over, but (laughs) you fell asleep. Helixsleep.com slash Paula, and if you're going to do it anyway, use our code. Hey guys, it's Adam, and tonight is January third, and I am picking Giannis Antetokounmpo to score less than thirty-six points and James Harden to score more than sixteen. Why? Because I like beards. Am I putting a lot of money on this? I am not, because I'm not really a gambler, but I am having a lot of fun with Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They're the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, who I would lose to, you pick more or less than two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in, or in my case, not. So I don't bet a lot. With the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey had a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Do I get that? Kind of a little bit. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and doesn't return in the second, that player is rebooted. So... It's like an insurance policy. Go to prizepicks.com slash nobody and use code NOBODY for a first deposit match of up to a hundred dollars. That's prizepicks.com slash nobody and use code nobody for a first deposit match of up to hundred dollars. And then drop by and see how I did with the Greek freak and harden again on January third. My hopes are not that high. Prize picks Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. Let's drive. Yeah, it how does turns that out. Work? Well, we're on a network called Maximum Fun, and Maximum yeah. Fun, although we're allowed to have a limited number of commercials, it is largely listener funded. Oh, we don't talk you. about that. I'm a lot. so
3: glad to hear someone's
0: funding it. <laughs> well, nobody's funding us yeah, yet because well, I
3: I can't take one more rock in my backpack. Someone else has to carry this. Exactly. You're gonna need so a porter. So how does it work?
0: Well, we're going to get to that after the break. Oh. We'll be back with Dr. Wayne Grody, one of the world's leading experts in the genomic DNA field, and forensic psychologist, Dr. Jasmine Tarrani.
3: Because I just want to say one thing.
0: Yes. I look forward to both those guests. We're not going to have them but do the a cage match. It's going to be serially.
3: Right now, yeah. I- I'm paying for everything, and the listener um, gets to listen, and it's ex-party.
0: By that, you mean free?
3: No. I'll tell you what I mean. On, from, or in the interest of one
0: side only. Whose interest is it in? The listener. Okay. I, I don't feel like that's a great use of X-Party. X-Party. No, it feels it feels flawed. X-Party. Yeah, you you know can't I just I keep yelling do, at it. If I Out of I your mouth, it sounds X-Party. like you're talking about Billy Barty. X-Party. <laughs> <That's just laughs>
3: X-Party. No, you know what? If I get another cat, that's yeah. what I'm going to name it.
0: You're going to name it X-Party? X-Party. And I'll use off, that in stuff stuff. Well, we'll be back with all that right after this. Oh, thank you. Maximum Fun is listener supported, and it's time to pledge your support. The Max Fun Drive happens once a year and it starts today. Today. And we offer great thank you gifts, and it's a celebration of all things Maximum Fun and the best time to sign on as a member, or if you're already a member, upgrade your membership.
3: Now, we're not talking about huge. Uh... You know, we say, upgrade your membership.
0: We're not talking about, you know, additionally send thousands of dollars no no, 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 it's it's a small thing. But if you weren't aware, the way that people keep podcasts going is through these donations from the max memberships mm-hmm. And, you know, like when public radio does a membership drive, right? Yeah, and they say support shows like us, yeah, um. Well, this is a mean, little different. We
3: mean support this show. We mean support this show because you can actually
0: support this show and yeah. we would really like you to yeah. because we are really having a good time and we want to keep doing this show. And it turns out that when you go to Max Fun and you pledge your support, you get to check off a box that tells them which show you're really donating for. Oh, yeah. And that yeah. portion of that money goes straight to that show.
3: Yeah. I. By the way, I, I hate talking about money.
0: I know you do. Yeah. And even, I do too. Even
3: if I go to like a grocery store um, and my total comes up on the screen, yeah. I'm just embarrassed.
0: You're embarrassed. Yeah. You ask the cashier to look away. Yeah. yeah. I always, well, I
3: always yeah. say, I'm going to sign this and then put some things back. <laughs> um, yeah. I hate talking about money, but the truth is, we're, in, we're, in order to do the show, it has to come it yeah. has to
0: come from somewhere. Because there's, I mean, there's nothing like us completely. out there.
3: Well there, is, well, there isn't anything like us out there, although that may be... Good news.
0: Um, no, but where else can people get great life advice from real experts and you and me? And also, there are awesome reasons to become members. Um, with well, your- tell them,
3: well, tell them about the gifts.
0: That okay, some cool gifts. Yeah, you know what? We do have gifts. Um, well, you start at $5. You get bonus content. And we did a bonus show just two weeks ago. I've yeah. already listened to it. It was great. Was it? Yeah, we answered questions about how the sausage gets made here at Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, like how we find the house bands and how we prep for the show, and you get access to that at the $5 a month level. That seems that yeah. seems so cheap for that kind of valuable information. Yeah, but if you want that and more, if you join at the $10 level, you get bonus content, which we were just talking about, and a here's He's Not Here pin. As well as a MaxFun membership card. Now, the He's Not Here pin, longtime listeners will know is a reference to survivalist Thomas Coyne, who was supposed to be on our third show and apparently did not survive Miranda Street and thus was not here to tell us how to survive a bear attack. And we've been looking for him ever since.
3: And so what we've done is, on Facebook, we have people write in uh, where they've looked for him, and then they put a pin on the map uh, to show that they've already checked there.
0: Right, which um, I con- I continue to contend is a terrible way to search for a person. Right. Uh,
3: no, because you put a
0: pin in a map where he's not, he could still be at that place ten minutes later.
3: No, I'm going to tell you something. I was recently contacted by the FBI, and they've asked me to give a training on our search
0: methods. Have they?
3: Yeah, yeah. And uh, and they said they said, is there any way we could get a pin as well? And okay, I said, now the no, pin is that, really cool
0: because the pin says he's the pin not is here. Cool, yeah. And the pin is in the shape of one of those online virtual pins that you pin in the map to tell us where Thomas Coyne isn't.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. A great and by the way, I checked here on Morana Street tonight in, in our restroom. Uh, he is not there.
0: <laughs> it's good to know, but I'll point out he might be there right now.
3: No, he's not. I checked already.
0: Well, you, you checked already. See, there's a temporal component a to this that you're not considering.
3: Adam, it's a dragnet. It's, it's, it's a terrible manhunt, and it is in no it's way. It's almost inescapable. like when they got the marathon guy in Boston, how they narrowed it down to, uh, or was it Watertown they finally caught him? And yeah. he was in that boat. It's yes. almost the same. It's almost like I've put the entire country on lockdown while but, I find yeah, this you know guy. What,
0: you know, I hate to bring the shadow of, of <laughs> terrorism and bombings into our show, but I want to point out that an hour before he hid in the boat, yeah, if somebody had looked in the boat and put a little pin saying he's not here, he'd still be in that fucking boat.
3: No, that's not true. That's exactly true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly true. No, Adam, he wasn't
3: stupid. (laughs) Uh.
0: No, but we are. All right, go to maximumfund.org slash donate, select the membership level that is right from you, provide your credit card, some basic information, nothing too personal or private. We don't care what you do or do not have room in your pants for. Right. And then, voila, you're a member. We don't
3: care what size bag you have to put your testicles in.
0: (laughs) That makes no difference to us. So, uh... Here's the thing. Here's the urgent moment. Can I do the urgent moment of the pledge drive? Yeah. Our goal is 25,000 new and upgrading members. And mine and Paula's personal goal is 10,000 of our tens of thousands of listeners signing on and specifically kicking in for the ride that is Nobody listens to Paula Poundstone.
3: Yeah. A lot of people write to me and say that um, they look forward to it dropping on Monday so they can put it in for their commute yeah, um, which is very flattering. Very nice to yeah.
0: hear, by the way. Yeah, our reviews on iTunes, by the way, you're just thrilling us. Thank you so much. And uh, so, think about going to maximumfun.org/slash/donate. All right, thank you, Eric Calver on the Skins. That is some that is some hot drumming over there. Uh, And we're back, Paula. We're Uh, back. Now, your daughter recently took a 23andMe genetic test. A lot of people are doing that now, and your daughter's one of them, right?
3: Yeah, she wanted uh, to, I I think she wanted to know what outfit to wear, because that's the way they make it seem on the commercials. It does seem like Like a little bit of a vanity. Right, that they're going to give you such specific information that suddenly you'll know who you are. Right. Uh, So, of course, you know, she asked me if she could do it. I said, obviously, fine. And they send the plastic test tube that you spit
0: into. Yeah, you spit, like you fill up a test tube with spit, right?
3: So she comes out of her room one day. She goes, you know, it is so hard to fill a test tube with spit. And I said, that's a clue. Uh, you come from a dry mouth tribe, <laughs> uh, and you know the whole thing was kind of a ripoff, honestly. Why? So she, because the way they make it seem, the information that they're going to give you, and then what really comes back. So she gets a thing back. Uh, I can't remember all the the details of it any longer, but there weren't many. Uh, one of them was. She was some percentage, what they referred to as Native American. But Mm. what they meant by that was anywhere from the top of Canada all the way down through the bottom of South America. Yeah, I
0: think that's because of the migratory patterns. I think like a certain set of tribes came over that Bering Strait when it was a bridge, and they just all settled America. They, like, shuffled down like a little um, but, but pachinko I mean, board. in terms it, you know. of,
3: I'm sure that's true, but in terms of a definitive information, I was like, well, I could have told you that. What is that, a quarter of the earth? I could have told you, somebody fucked somebody from there at one time or another. It just did-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Our it, expert it, is it, nodding, which is it, wonderful.
3: Yeah, now, it there, just there's, didn't. There's some... You put in those terms? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, but there, there, is a, there is some useful. My nephew, um, who's uh, 12, uh, recently did it. Or maybe he's 13 now. And um, it, there was some information that it was at least good enough to upset his dad, who believed himself to be kind of a f- very, fairly thorough Englishman, and discovered that he's about half English.
3: And how did this change his life? I mean, I don't understand how all. that upsets him. Not at all. Not at all. And I want to point out means. one more
0: uh, data point, which is that your manager— our producer, yeah. Captain Crinkle. Captain Crinkle. Bonnie, Bonnie Burns. Burns, sitting right here next to me. We were talking about this yesterday at our little production meeting, and she was telling us how great these genetic tests are. Because <laughs> and, and get this, she literally said this. Because her daughter Ivy took the test and found out that she has the test brown knew hair. that she was that she that she had dark hair and yeah. was prone to be thin. Now, I've met Ivy. Yeah. She's thin and has dark hair. Yeah.
3: <laughs> But Bonnie and, and was amazed. You only knew that because Ivy spit on you, right? Uh, had no, she, I, I, well, the, the had Ivy was not spit on you, totally you couldn't justifies. have decoded that. Yeah, yeah. And they were excited to find that out. By the way, they yeah. felt like this was money well invested. I, I feel
0: like people are using these genetic tests as though they're horoscopes. Like you yeah. know, people read Pisces. You're you're outgoing, and they're like, How did it know I'm outgoing? Yeah. How yeah. did it know I have brown hair? Yeah. Or yeah. like,
3: uh, or like, what is it? Uh, the people, uh, the fortune tellers. Yes. You know, the the, the fortune tellers. Yeah. Yeah, tarot yeah. card readers. Yeah, I but can tell that you just broke up with your boyfriend. Like, I did! But I think <laughs> you would know to that. Off? Yeah,
0: exactly. Because <laughs> why else yeah. are you at a fortune well, teller? Well, plus
3: because you were in the waiting room going, fuck you, fuck you into your phone. and So that's a clue.
0: <laughs> All so. right. Now, we have somebody here with us who could be absolutely definitive in his answers. And he's already answered a lot just by nodding at, um, at, at what we were saying about Bonnie. Dr. Wayne Grody is professor of the Department of Pathology and Laboratory Medicine, Pediatrics, and Human Genetics at the UCLA School of Medicine. He found... Founded his UCLA lab over 30 years ago, and it was the first genetic testing lab in the world. Please welcome Dr. Wayne Grody. Thank you, and thank you, Eric Calver. Dr. Grody. Thank you, Adam. Welcome. Thank you so much
3: for being here. You know, you say that you have the first genetic testing lab in the world, but I'll bet you there's some nobody listens to Paula Pounce on listener somewhere saying, Wait a minute. I had mine before 30 years ago. Just a guy who has a lab right there, like Frankenstein or something. He's got a lab right there yeah. in his kitchen.
2: Yeah. So, so what does it mean to be to the first genetic testing lab? Uh, you know, we were the first of a, a, a type of academic lab doing the, this kind oh, of work. Oh, I see. Like the, right, whole, the full yeah. genome. The full, yeah, the full G. genome, <clears throat> exactly.
0: All right, that makes sense to me. What now, is a
2: genome? So the genome is the sum total of all the DNA in each cell. It's all the genes, of which there's about 22,000 of them. Oh, wow. And that's what we're in now, the era of genomic medicine, my career was mostly spent testing for one gene, one disease at a time, like cystic fibrosis or sickle cell. Uh-huh. Now we can look at all 22,000, and we use it in the real medical way for patients who've gone undiagnosed for many years. Wow. This can actually solve the, the, what we call the diagnostic odyssey. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. That's terrific. Well, now- yeah,
3: well, that sounds like valuable input, but finding out that your kid has brown hair.
2: Right. Uh, a little less valuable <laughs> i agree it seems like something you should have noticed while in the home yeah. But, yeah or looking in the mirror i know yeah, exactly i yeah. i <laughs> want to tell what color hair you have spit into this yeah <laughs> and uh, that, you know they also have jeans for eye color whatever those are but again you could just look in the mirror most of the yeah, time exactly yeah. i'm glad you guys are skeptical cuz that's the way i am you were a little skeptical of this though uh, yeah i mean I, i'm i'm against all censorship i i'm not going to shut these things down but um I don't like the hype that, that you spoke to. That Believe me, 99.99% of the reams and reams of genetic data they, they dump on you yeah. has no real clinical meaning at all. Like uh, tiny dispositions towards things yeah, and stuff like that. incremental risk, right, which yeah. you c- like, wouldn't do anything like about there's, anyway.
0: there's a half a percentage chance that somewhere in my family tree is a duck. Yeah, something like yes. that. Yeah. Like
3: that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Explain yeah.
0: my love of the water, right, Bonnie? Anyway, um, <laughs> now, um, <laughs> so let's let's get to the, the nitty gritty spitty part. When you spit into a test tube and 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 you send it in, how do they turn that into a model of the person's DNA?
2: Yeah, and that that is not really rocket science anymore. Really, I mean, no. What the high they High school students do it in their science class. Uh, the use of saliva is a little bit new. When, when these companies first started, they gave you a, a swab like a brush, uh-huh. and you rub the inside of your cheek. Yeah. Um, now there's a they partner with a commercial firm that makes these saliva kits we call them spit kits (laughs) yeah and the advantage is there's a lot of dna in saliva and it's stable at room temperature so you can just mail it in the actual purification of the dna is very simple It's been been done since watson and crick and earlier than that wow so it's not like these companies have some secret formula that nobody else has Uh it's in the analysis and the interpretation oh where where we part ways (laughs) now how good are these companies at the analysis and interpretation um i think they've Created a model that isn't even what we do in our uh, actual hospital lab. Um, theirs is all computer algorithms. You know, so they the, don't even, There's not even a person. Living. I don't think even if they wanted to, they could, because their volume is so huge. Yeah, everybody's doing it now. So yeah. you just spit into
3: a computer. Is that right? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully well, you don't I gum do up that. the works. Yeah. But, yeah. Now let me ask you something. Is there a difference between race and ethnicity?
2: Yeah, that's a politically charged question these days. But especially. there is. I mean, scientifically, but there, there is, clearly. And in fact, um, one of the lessons from the Human Genome Project is that race doesn't really have much of a biological basis. And, um, ethnicity uh, is more of a social thing, and that's where we get into genealogy and ancestry. Um, and so race, uh, you know, I can't actually look at someone's genome and tell you what race they are. Well, how
3: would you define race? What does it mean?
2: Yeah, what does it mean? It's Is a it's, social construct. It's a so, social construct. That's and how what we do we say. mean it
3: when we say race? Like well, black? Yes, most people, darker than us, lighter okay. than us. All right. That's yeah. what They've most those people ears say. That yeah. You know, the yeah. small
2: hands. Yeah.
3: Even if you say African-American, by the way, a lot of black people, they're from island countries, not a- African right. at That's right. And at all. That, so. most
2: African-Americans have Caucasian... You know, blood, because yeah. we know what happened on the plantations. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. Or, or, so, and, yeah, it, just to use skin color is ridiculous, because in South India, there are, people are very dark, and yet they're pure Caucasian. Right. right? If oh, wow. So, oh, wow. So, I yeah. didn't know as far that. as that's concerned. They're not African. So you can't, even right? tell, you
0: can't necessarily even tell what color pr- someone's skin is by their genome.
2: Yeah, that I would object to. Uh, you can get some hints of maybe race... Uh, which is what the forensic, and we'll, we'll get into that in the next segment probably, sure. the forensic um, DNA testing can do that. I like that you not only map point. genomes, you've mapped out our segments right here. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank I, you. I, I yeah. do Can appreciate I be a producer? That. Yeah, sure. Uh, and then,
3: okay, so what's ethnicity then?
2: So ethnicity, it too is a social construct, but it actually has some uh, genetic basis because these are groups who've uh, remained somewhat isolated uh-huh. for a long time. Um, and they branch off a little bit. And they branch off, or uh-huh. they'll add mix. Uh, you know, examples are... Like mahjong players. Yeah, They perfect. stay in a group. Yeah, right. Mahjong players. Especially the Jewish I don't Jewish
3: get that ones. analogy at all.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People
3: who play mahjong, they stay in a group. In and a they group. start
0: to look alike over
2: time? Yeah. Maybe. They develop their own <laughs> like, language? Like, like,
3: like, yeah, like culture? me and my dog, we would start to look alike. Because <laughs> I was going
2: to say, a classic ethnic group in this country. Country which ha- undergoes a lot of genetic testing are Ashkenazi Jews. Oh, absolutely! You know, because there's many recessive genetic diseases. Oh, there's a bucket full a of diseases that you could have. Yeah. So when people get married or are, are pregnant. They'll send off for like um, a carrier screening for five, ten, thirty uh, oh, wow. Jewish yeah. I didn't diseases. Know that. Oh yeah, but especially, you can, if you're, especially if you're a Jewish person marrying a non-Jewish person, you want to know. Yeah, if just even how bad is this going to go? Uh, if even one member of the couple, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I didn't. This is all new to me. Yeah. Well,
3: um. But wait a minute. In in the end, aren't we all related to begin with?
2: Yeah, we really are. If you go back far enough. Um, and I, don't, I know you're a great believer in evolution. So am I. Uh, I am Darwin a believer a in huge evolution. Hero, so you can do it that way, which now we also have the anthropology. We can go back to a
0: single person, right? There's a single theoretical person theoretical known as person. mitochondrial
2: Eve. There's a mitochondrial Eve because mitochondrial DNA is only passed through the maternal line. Oh, I There's didn't know that. There's also a Y chromosome <laughs> atom. Because only men get the Y chromosome. Now it doesn't mean they were two people in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. In fact, they might not have even known each other. No, in they fact, they might not have lived at the same it time. It looks like um, the the Eve w- existed about uh, two hundred thousand years before the the. Uh,
3: oh, I don't. How is that Adam. possible? That right. makes no sense. So, so they didn't agree have sex. With the Bible. So Bible, they, yeah. they didn't have sex then.
2: No, and there was no rib coming out of because she was already there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not really one person. It's no. some group of early hominids, you know, Right. Uh-huh. and we still have their DNA.
3: Oh, that. I see. The but, early hominids.
2: Yeah. But yeah.
3: We- I love when I have a party, I like to bring together people that I think are going to get along. And, you know, you can almost guarantee you get a bunch of early hominids together. <laughs>
0: and they're just going to have a lot in common.
3: Yeah, a lot of dancing. Well, oh, do you
0: know thog? I know thog.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oregon grog. Yeah.
0: Jesus fucks.
1: Get ready for The Miracle of Mega, a comedy podcast from the staff of a fictional mega church.
3: And, and not only does he f***, but he's the best at it.
1: I'm Holly Lorraine.
3: And I'm Greg Hess.
1: Our characters, Holly and Gray, welcome a new guest each week, played by some of the biggest names in comedy and podcasting.
3: Like Scott Aukerman, Lauren Lapkus, Paul Scheer, Jason Manzoukas, Cecily Strong, and Duncan Trussell.
0: I just love to think about that the light shining down on all those corpses in the water and Noah just going by and maybe, maybe a mom being like, please, we're running out of energy. Can you please let us on the boat? It's
3: completely improvised, and it's devilishly funny.
1: Is there any question you have for us about, you know, what it means to live a life in Christ?
3: I guess, how much do you think is bullshit?
1: There's a new episode every Sunday. Listen and subscribe to Mega, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Best I ever had. Best I ever had. Y'all can do it. Y'all can do it. Y'all can sing along. We, you know what I'm saying? Here you go. Jesus, you the Jesus, best. Jesus, you're the you best. You to be the best. Jesus, you're, Jesus, the, you're the best. The be- oh, okay, best never mind. Best I ever had. Best wow. I ever had.
3: Um, no, let me... <laughs> All right, so we are... A- now, what about... Okay, what about traits that people um, say come from one group or another? For example, I have a pot belly. Would you say that that's a genetic trait,
0: or, or is that just a kind of stove she has in her house? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You're out, the clock is. is ticking. Yeah, right. Doctor. <laughs> right.
2: It's the it's slow co- cooker is a, thing. Is a, is a, is a pot yeah.
3: belly a, a genetic trait, or does it mean that I come from like a whole long line of lazy? fat eaters.
2: It's I'm afraid to say it's more likely the second thing. Oh, damn. It. <laughs> really? But my there's my some, belly is like
3: the exact
2: same shape of my mother and my grandmother. But it's largely environmental and diet and exercise. It, now it is true there's some genetic determination of where excess adipose tissue or fat gets stored. Adipose so tissue? A, that Fat's just means fat. Tissue. So men tend to get it more in the belly area. Uh-huh. The premenopausal women it's more in the buttocks, but after menopause they also Get it in the belly. So, you know, it's there's some loose genetic components, but it, it there's no one gene you can point
3: oh, to. I was so hoping I could blame somebody. No, <laughs> no you, you, I would blame
2: your mother anyway.
3: <laughs> yeah, I might as well. Um, now,
0: now, are there are there genetic traits that have origins in like specific races or ethnicities? Yeah, no. like, like like
2: like do Italians twitch more in their sleep? Well, that wouldn't be a. <laughs> One that would come to mind immediately. The I, cl- I, I don't know, know why I came. There's a 23andMe commercial. I know where
3: a woman says that she's a genetic trait. Yeah. And she says people twitch, uh, something like uh, you know, 13 times a night on average or something. And then she says that she is the twitching gene, and that 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 it's a genetic thing. It's passed you know down the twitching, Jane. Had you ever heard of that?
2: No. And, it, you know, it's nothing we would ever put on our test menu because we have to prove to our federal regulators who oversee us that our tests are clinically valid. Yeah. Right. If we find a mutation, it really is predictive of, a, of something. These are just what I call frivolous, you know, we call it recreational genetics. Right. Yeah. Now, there are real ethnic uh, origins of some mutations. The classic one is sickle cell in Africa. Right. It's a horrible disease if you have it, even in this country. Sickle cell th- anemia. Medical, yeah. 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 But the carriers in Africa, it's a recessive disease. So if you only have one mutation, you don't get sickle cell. And their red blood cells are relatively resistant to malaria. So it was actually selected for in human evolution.
0: Oh, so... So. Sickle cell anemia is bad, but malaria worse.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah, okay, so that makes sense. That <laughs> wow. makes sense. And it sort of shows the heartlessness of evolution, which it, that's what it is. I mean, I'm not, blame, I'm not making a value judgment. Yeah. Something in evolution decided it's worth losing a few children to these horrible diseases to, for the 10 carriers who would actually survive malaria
3: oh i see because you they know, have this thing this wow, way more yeah, carriers is,
2: than there are affected yeah yeah,
3: yeah. So. that is that is a harsh choice that could it's, only be left to nature that's right or darwin <laughs> um, <laughs> right.
0: yeah um oh, that, it, now, speaking be of harshness the, the commercials always make it sound like the results of these 23 and me test type things are always positive and fascinating and good is it is there bad news to be found in these? There tests? is. I mean, there Could
3: is, you right? find out that, like, you know, your neighbor is your dad yeah. or something?
2: Or or the the man in your house is not your dad. Right? Yeah. Wow. Uh, we, we see that all the time. And I'm not sure people are sufficiently warned. You know, the trend now, especially with the ancestry, which many of these companies do both that and the clinical stuff. Uh-huh. Um you know, you give it as a Christmas present. That right. That they, was the,
3: a lot of ads around Christmas oh, tons time. tons of them. And they had, you know, this this very warm-looking house where people kept coming through the door, you yeah. know, all looking different, like all clearly from some sort of different background. And yet commercials seem to be saying, look, we're all family, yeah. um, which is wonderful. But I don't
2: think they're sufficiently warned that it's not uncommon The 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 man's DNA sample that you sent in didn't match the child's at all. Oh, so there's times when a family fight happens. Yeah, then it's a family fight. You're not my dad.
0: And then he goes to his room and opens the envelope and goes, you're not my dad. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That happens a lot. Oh, wow. I'll tell you another funny thing I don't think they warn you about. Um, A colleague of mine said that he did this, uh, again, as just a Christmas gift thing. Yeah. And um, the the result, uh, one of the results was... uh, you in our database. You have twenty half siblings. Do you do you want to meet them? And oh, he said, what? wow! I've got oh. one brother. What are you wow. talking yeah. about? Yeah. Oh my so gosh! Ta- I
3: would hate that.
2: So you know what it was? He taught. He called his parents up that night, and it was never divulged before. His father, when he was in college, was a sperm donor.
0: Oh,
3: I oh. always
2: wonder about See? that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. See, that kind of like that kind of puts the this whole genetic testing kind of puts the whole puts a kibosh on the sperm donor thing, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Because, like, I, I I've, I've, ne- I've never donated. I um, haven't either. Uh, but, but, but now but I, I just med, never would.
2: My med school <laughs> roommate did it. You know, it's, med, school, med students are a big, um, you know, they need money. And yeah, the they have no social life. Well, they have <laughs> no social life. And, of course, the, the mothers who were going to receive these, they think med students are so smart, so they'll have a smart baby. So right. they're the ideal sperm donors. But I I don't like that they don't limit how many uh, pregnancies you can do. It, some of them have had 200 children. Yeah. And if, uh, if it's in wow. L.A., there's a chance they may meet each other. It's and also, it's, little you known know, fact, why everybody in Lincoln, Nebraska looks the same. Yeah. That, <laughs> one, one doctor. That will
3: explain that. Yep, definitely. Exactly. You but, know, uh, I looked into having a sperm donor one time. And they sent you this information (laughs) about the person, and one of the pieces of information was what their favorite color was and what could possibly be the value of that. So you go, oh, wait, he's a UCLA student, and he's a med student. He's smart. I like that. you know. I like it that he's black, or I like it that he's this, or I like it that he's that. But wait a minute. Favorite color, purple. That tears it.
0: (laughs) I can't have a kid who's... Now, that's not a heritable trait, is it? Uh, not that I know Not that you of, yeah. know of you. <laughs> favorite color? It, yeah. it was on
3: there. <laughs> that's uh, bizarre. It, it really bizarre. But you
0: know what? If that did come out in a genetic test, Bonnie Burns would be like, wow, they're absolutely right. My daughter does
2: love purple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about this. You alluded to it before. What is the appeal of this? Yeah. Because I think it has very little, if any, clinical value. Uh-huh. I think the appeal is basically egocentrism. Yes. These people get only 15 minutes with their real doctor, but here they can spend hundreds of hours with this automated doctor, and it's all about you, and people just love that. Uh, yeah. They don't realize it's mostly meaningless, and it, it, I can tell you our genetics clinic office at UCLA we get calls from people who've done these. Th- I don't want, want to always single out 23andMe. Because there are other companies. Ancestry.com. Ancestry.com yeah, Ancestry. yeah, yeah, the is another one. But this is more on Spit clinical testing. And they say, oh, I got a result that says I have a 2% lifetime risk of Parkinson's. I'm freaking out. You've got to see me. And that is an example of a meaningless result. Yeah. of all people get Parkinson's. So So 2% is a a tiny variation. And it's probably not right anyway, and there's no way (laughs) to prevent it even if there was. So our genetic counselors basically tell them to get lost. Call, go call Twenty Three and Me. We wouldn't have ordered that test, so why should we clean up the so mess? So wh- are they? Yeah. What are these companies screening for? Like everything, I guess, right? Yeah, the, everything they can get
0: their hands on. And are they telling you what the deviation is from the norm when they give yeah, you this? Like, yeah, but, but people very, don't know how to read it.
2: You, yeah, you really need to be criti- a critical reader. You almost need a, a doctorate to do this properly, because they just scour the medical literature. In a way, no human could. It's all automated. Uh-huh. And every little single nucleotide change, you know, the letter of the genetic code, of which there's millions of differences in all of our genomes, every time there's a new paper claiming some slight relationship of that to diabetes, they, you get a ping from the company. Okay. but And it freaks them out when really yeah. it's not a clinical test. It's not predictive at all. Wow.
3: Now, um, and then is it on file somewhere then? Is everyone basically giving... Some sort of big brother,
0: their
2: of DNA. Of course not, Paula. That's paranoid thinking, is of it, Doctor? Course, except they did use it to catch the Golden State Killer. Oh, so they do way. save
0: it all. Yeah, and uh, they and they caught the Golden State ki- Killer. It saved
2: data. Um, I personally think these companies, especially the ones with huge customer bases like Twenty Three and Me, you know, they used to charge a thousand dollars for the analysis. Now it's like under a hundred. I think they're probably losing money on the actual testing. It's the genomic data on tens of millions of people Which that's worth a fortune, They can sell that. And wow. And they can sell that to pharmaceutical companies. Wow. I mean, it's for kind of a good cause. To b- get better drugs, but I don't know if the customers fully realize that. I don't trust the, the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies. No, I, I, oh, I, 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 oh, of course I, you can right. trust and the pharmaceutical than, companies. Uh, They're building probably,
0: a better tomorrow through medicine. That's right. It's probably all going to David Pecker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> building a better Pecker through medicine. Um, <laughs> that so talk about the Golden State. Exactly. Talk about the Golden State Killer. Then. So, so this, I'm guessing this means that. Obviously, the
2: police had the Golden State Killer's DNA. Right. And And, he
3: did his 23andMe?
2: Well, it was almost like that. I mean, he didn't. They didn't know who he... They had DNA from a a crime scene one or more. right. And it was a cold case, you know, no leads. The guy was not in the FBI's criminal DNA database, or they would have found that right away. Yeah. So what they did is they they acted like they were a real person who just wants to meet their relatives. They didn't say this is the guy oh, so looking for. Oh, they brought this him. dude's DNA and just submitted it said, hey, like do you the would test. submit your sp- spit sample, uh-huh. and then they get back. Well, you have all these relatives in the database. You want to meet them, and that's how they tracked him oh, down. So, wow!
0: So it wasn't like this guy was dumb enough to submit to no, his own de- genetic no, test. he wasn't.
2: But he
0: got caught because so many people related to him had been dumb enough to do that uh, test. That's what I <laughs> said. Wait, wait,
3: wait, explain that again. Wait, what? Wait, okay, what did he do? So yeah. there, was, there was DNA at the people. crime scene. Yeah, yeah. He killed, killed people. people. Yes. Okay. That, yeah. that,
0: that, that's basically his entire contribution yeah. to it. Well, well apparently he, ma- he made
2: the
3: mistake of drooling while he was killing Oh, he's he yeah. also known as the
2: spitting bandit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Didn't he rape people or was it only murders? I know. I yeah. This is your story, though okay. 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 So there yes would have been Siemens. Yes, I just to that, the California,
3: it, what was it, the Golden State Killer. He's the Golden State Killer. And i heard
2: there's now another serial one that they just solved that way.
3: Okay, but wait, tell
2: me what the way was again. So in other words, the the law enforcement agency, whoever they are just pretends they're a person looking for their ancestry like you would do if you signed up yeah. so the testing hey, company my name to, is doug and i have this exactly. dna sample from but uh, how,
3: how did they know to go to his house then did they Am Well, that came something? much after uh, well yeah well yeah.
0: Here, here's what they do I, can i try something, something? Yeah, i think i got it. go ahead okay so so the police the san francisco police call up 23 andme and go hey, "All right, this is doug uh i'm sending you some dna that uh that's from me Oh, uh, would I Would you just see. kind of help me find my relatives? Oh, I and, see. And then, and then, twenty-three goes, yeah, your relatives are here, 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 here. The police go, you know, do that gumshoe work. They
2: show yeah. up at people's houses. Yeah. Go, do you have any relatives who I don't know live in San Francisco? Yeah, and yeah. haven't heard from for a while. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, a, a number of my genetics colleagues think that was unethical. I'm, I'm kind of okay with it. I, I it's like you said, if. If you are willing to upload all your private genetic information to the Internet, you know, you take whatever comes. And it was for a good cause. Anyway. I, I, so. I thought you were saying so. that
3: the cops had the DNA from the crime scene and then they just sort of guessed whose house to go to. Oh, no. no. And they went <laughs> and they went in and they go, could you give us a DNA sample. But it's just for 23. Like it was a door to oh, door 23. No. and <laughs> No, went. no, no. That's OK.
0: No. That's the kind of police work that we're using on our Thomas coin search. Yes, exactly. Not true at all. Right. No, yeah, no it's our term is coin search
3: is an exhaustive manhunt.
0: Doctor? Yeah. Uh, how's, how's, how does the, the manhunt that we're doing to this try This not oh, his oh, area of expertise. highly scientific. Thank I you, oh, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, you, Doctor. <laughs> thank you, Dr. Yeah. Grody. All right. Well, You're thank absolutely... you, Dr. Grody, for mapping out our DNA questions. Paula, based on this, what advice can you give our listeners who want to submit to DNA testing?
3: Kick-ass house band Eric Calver. Uh, can I have a little background music for my... Summary of uh, Genetics
0: yeah.
3: Such services As 23andMe and Ancestry.com Tell you genetic information For about a hundred bucks You may find out that you come from a line Of people who part with hundred bucks Easily I can tell you your hair color for a lot less than a hundred bucks <laughs> I don't feel Comfortable telling people if they're overweight Or underweight but I'll tell you if you're short For fifty Some people like to find relatives. That way, their family reunion invitees are scientifically selected. Heads up, party throwers. The early hominids tend to come late. (laughs) Your relatives come from the earth. If you go back far enough, we're all African. What does that tell you? Love one another, care about one another, and for heaven's sakes, if you commit a crime, don't drool.
0: Dr. Wayne Grody is professor in the Departments of Pathology and Laboratory Medicine, Pediatrics, and Human Genetics at the UCLA School of Medicine. Thank you so much for being on our show, Dr. Grody.
3: Thank you.
0: All right, people. When we come back... I come it,
3: from a long line of people who...
0: Don't stop clapping can't at the appropriate time. not stop applauding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's genetic. It, it's a, yeah, I don't think it is. It when is. we No, it isn't. When we come back, the psychology of... <laughs> We could get Dr. Grody back here and find out if, it, if it's the clapping that's genetic <laughs> no, or the, just sure. the general being an asshole.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't come from a line of assholes. No, just clappers. clappers. I come from got, clappers. Long line of clappers. Yeah. When
0: we come back to Psychology of the Con, we'll find out what makes a con man tick with Dr. Jasmine Tirani as our guide. That's coming up after this word from us. Thank you, Eric Calver. Now, Maximum Fun is listener-supported, and it's time to pledge your support. The Max Fun Drive happens once a year, starting today. Oh, today's the day! Today's the day. If you had it marked on your calendar, you probably already knew that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, well,
0: it features our best shows of the year.
3: Well, we just, you know, t- yeah. the year didn't start all that long ago, so That's there's not tr- a lot true of competition. Enough, true but, enough. Um, yeah, we offer thank show. you
0: gifts, and it's a celebration of all things Maximum Fun, and the best time to sign on as a member. If you're a member already, we just want to say thank you so much for being a Max Fun member. And please, step up your donation, or if you're listening and you're not a member, join the community. <gasps>
3: You know, I just had a great idea. What? I'm going to make a balloon animal yeah. of uh, nobody listens to Paul Poundstone member. and
0: uh, Okay, and we'll take a picture of that, and uh, yeah. and hopefully okay. that picture will be published after this fun drive is over, because this is going to look nothing like a member of Maximum Fun. What Already, you, it looks you, like a triangle made of blue.
3: It's not. It's um, This is a Maximum Fun member.
0: Yeah, and while you're pumping that up and doing that, let me just uh, say that... Um, you can pledge you now. All right, this is a little distracting because the balloon is now waggling in my face <laughs> in a somewhat obscene manner. Um, so, if you pledge at the five dollar level, you get bonus content. You get. Our everybody at Maximum Fund's bonus shows, I this is so distracting. Um, so for our bonus episode, we answered questions about, uh, you know, how we do the podcast. And yeah, how we do the podcast. We answered your questions. Yeah. And you can only hear like that questions. if you become a member.
3: Yeah, a lot of people had like questions about how we do the podcast. And we answered um, them, but only for members. Know, they wanted to know how Adam and I met.
0: Right, And, and we answered um, that.
3: Uh, it, we did answer that. Yeah. And a lo- I know what a lot of you are thinking. And no, I was not an escort.
0: Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah nobody that was, was thinking so that. Close. Now, at the $10 level, um, you get bonus content, plus, you get the He's Not Here Thomas coin pin. That is one nice pin. And you get a MaxFun membership card.
3: You know, Adam.
0: Yeah, Paula. I don't want to. <laughs> You're making this so hard for me to do. <laughs> <guess. laughs>
3: I don't want to pit the $5 a month uh, donors uh, against the $10 a month donors. I want them to know that we really value all of you. Oh, we
0: absolutely do, but the $10... A month, listeners are getting more.
3: Well, this balloon animal that I'm making yeah. is a $10 it's a month $10 level. donor.
0: Okay, so you're getting good things and you're getting that. Yeah. And then at the $20 a month level, there's a 550-piece Max Fun puzzle in addition to all the $10 gifts. Yeah. Now, at $35 a month, you get the glass coffee mug engraved with the Max Fun Rocket logo in addition to all those other gifts. And that, there are higher levels, too, and you can find out all about the pledge gifts by going to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Now you can support us by <laughs> contributing at a wide range of levels, and we're asking now that you please do this now, Adam, like anywhere from five to two hundred a month. Adam, and I bet they'd let you give more. Yes, Paula. Adam,
3: do you see yeah. this balloon animal that I've made? It's a ten dollars a month uh, member. Yeah,
0: is that what that is? <laughs> it yeah, does it is. look like some sort of member. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps two. That, you know what? Wound he'd, around he'd each like other. He'd like to
3: talk right now. I just gave. $10 a month to maximum fun. Boy, do I feel good. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do want to emphasize. It's
3: mostly for nobody listens to Paula Poundstone. And that's just
0: our $10 member. Can you imagine how our $20 and $35 monthly levels are going to look when she finishes those balloon animals?
3: That's a lot to and ask. And we want to
0: thank all our current members. And if you can, mm-hmm. consider increasing your support during the Pledge Drive. People bond to podcasts in a way that they don't even bond to radio. And, yeah. and you're much more directly involved. Yeah. So please, think about Doing this and getting those bigger gifts that you get at the higher levels. Now, how do you become a member, Paula? I don't think it's hard at all, Adam. Well, it isn't, you but go I'm gonna, it's max- not hard for you because you don't have to do any of this tech
3: You go to fund dot org. org
0: slash donate.
3: Slash donate, and yes. then you click on if you want to be a $10 a month, a $5 a month. You
0: select a- the level that's right for you, exactly. Yeah.
3: One thing you might do is look for uh, an image of this uh, $10 a month donor. Who's talking to you now? The blue now. I gave $10 a month and I feel
0: fantastic. And we're off the tracks again. Now you provide your credit card and some basic information, including which max fun shows you listen to. The reason I'm speaking in this staccato manner is that you got to name our show.
3: Yeah. you got to name our show. We have have to
0: have a, you know, I want a bigger studio. Oh, man,
3: that's Just, a lot. Did you see the big screen television outside on Miranda Street there's tonight? There's a
0: big screen TV there out on Miranda. The, yeah. the screen
3: seems to be coming off a little bit, but it is
0: big. It is big. It's probably yeah, non-functional. Yeah. Now, um, your membership contribution is ongoing. It'll process automatically each month, and you don't have to do anything yeah. unless your credit card expires or you decide to cancel.
3: Yeah, or unless you get uh, somebody rips off your credit card and you have to cancel the credit card and start over again. Right, because hi- nothing
0: really helps a funding drive than the no, specter I'm, of identity theft. No,
3: but not Thank because... Thank you, Paula Poundstone. Not because of your membership. Of no, course not. Uh, no, I'm just saying not. if somewhere in the course of your life, it happens to me, I would say every two months, maybe, Bonnie Burns? It, about every almost two months? It sounds like you're
0: threatening people right now. No, I'm not like, threatening. That's a really saying, nice credit card identity you got there. Uh, i would be ashamed if somebody took it.
3: That's not what I'm saying at all. What okay. I'm saying is... If you happen to uh, have your credit card number ripped off, make sure you get back in touch with Maximum Fun because oh. it comes out regularly. See, right. that's what I'm saying. Right. That's how. Like, it's, it it's just
0: such a bummer. It's like, and if you find that you have inoperable cancer, please let your next of kin know that you're a member so that they, too, can continue to be members of MaximumFun.org.
3: Well, I hadn't thought about that, but that probably
0: is a good idea. Okay, moving on. Yeah. But you know what? Who knows how much time any of us have left, which is why it's important. Why would you
3: say that? (laughs) (laughs) Gee, Adam, why would you say that? Stop
0: at $10 (laughs) member.
3: I'm not going to donate $10 a month.
0: <laughs> I hope. Uh, this is so no, hard to do right I,
3: here. Am I making it more difficult? <laughs> you're making either? it very
0: difficult. Uh,
3: By the way, no, all right. oh, okay. So we're trying to tell you that if you become a member, uh, it really helps keep our show going. And
0: we and we want you to sign up now. Now that you're listening, we're getting to the end of our little pitch for this segment. If you're listening right now, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate and become a member. Our goal of 25,000 new and upgrading members is, it's just around the corner. I can feel like we're getting closer already. So do it now while it's on your mind. Do it
3: while you're thinking of it. Because if you're like me, you put it on your to-do list and then you move it to the to-do list for the next day and the next day. And eventually, and I learned this from Bonnie Burns, who used to have a friend who was an organizer. (laughs) Who was a little bit nutty, to be honest with you. But she said to Bonnie, eventually, your to-do list becomes a to-don't list. So do it right now so it doesn't go on your to-don't list. That's what I did. That's how I did. Hey, it's just me, Paula Boundstone. I want to tell you about a HeadGum podcast I think you're going to love. Fake the Nation with Nagin Farsad, which I've done a few times now. So much fun. You may know Nagin from her TED Talk, from NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, or her book, How to Make White People Laugh. On Fake the Nation, Nagin and a rotating cast of her funniest, smartest, and most politically astute friends, people like Samantha Bee, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Paul Poundstone, Larry (laughs) Wilmore, Margaret Cho, and more, break down the news, make you laugh, think, and deliver a gut punch to humanity. Wait, do we really want to deliver a gut punch to you? I thought we wanted to uplift humanity, support, uh, protect humanity. But apparently Nagin has gone over to the dark side. I'll tell you, I I have had so much fun doing this show. Nagin tells me that one time I role-played Naomi Osaka's publicist. I don't recall that at all, uh, but... (laughs) I'm going to have to go back to that episode and listen to it because it sounds funny. Uh, Uprox calls Fake the Nation the perfect lighthearted fit for a newsy podcast cue that needs a little levity. Meaning the news needs a little levity, <laughs> not the podcast because it is very funny subscribe now so you don't miss another episode of fake the nation airing every thursday find it on spotify apple podcasts pocket casts or and i hate this phrase wherever you listen to podcasts like none of us (laughs) would figure that out
0: Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. The Cat of the Week is Cole from Surprise, Arizona. Paula!
3: Yeah! It's me,
0: Adam. (laughs) Oh, man. It's good to see you. Oh, thanks. good to see you. How you been?
3: I feel good. Oh, good. I feel good. good.
0: I tell you, I was just doing a pledge drive thing, and it was murder. But oh, it's good to yeah. see you.
3: Wow, uh, <laughs> I just saw a $10 donor on their way
0: out. <laughs> uh, now, I understand... Spinning backwards across the room. Of course. Now, I understand that you got a phone message recently, and uh, we have a recording of that phone message to share with our listeners.
3: Yeah, I'm very popular. I get a lot of calls. Here's one of them. Yes,
1: yeah, this is Megan Rogers, and this message is concerning your unsecured credit debt. Uh, I need to discuss your consolidation or repayment options with some new changes that have taken effect. But um, be sure to give me a call at 866 860 7227. And I'm going to give you a reference number. If you would have this handy when you call back, that would be helpful. 08028. Thank you.
2: And this message, delete.
0: Yeah, I would delete that. That now, number now. again
3: is zero. 8028, I think it was. That was the yeah. reference number. Was good it Megan? A, good name? to have a reference number. Did she number. say her name was Megan? I
0: don't know. She might have, but it sounds like that might be some sort of scam.
3: I, I think maybe it was a scam. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I get any. I get
0: I get scam calls too on my landline, which I maintain for very little-known reasons. Well, um, by the
3: way, part of the reason that the sound on that was a little uh, funky is that that one was on my cell phone. Oh, okay. I get more wow. on my landline than I do on the cell phone. I get, but I lot- get them on the cell phone now. Did you get too. that
0: robot guy who says that you that you're on your there's a warrant for your arrest because of your taxes? Yeah. There is a warrant for your arrest. Yeah. Please call me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been on the lam for quite a while now. Yeah, apparently. Uh, the crazy. cops have been after me. Have you ever been scammed? Uh, no. Uh, you, well, yes, but not that way. I was in Africa. Uh, and, uh, or they
0: told you it was Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. It
3: seemed like a short flight. Yeah, <laughs> that should have been a giveaway. No, I was in Africa and uh, met a guy at a coffee shop, and he started talking to me about needing, you know, political asylum or something. And and eventually he got me to hand. That was over. your first husband. That was uh, yeah uh, yeah. Uh, but he got me to hand over a couple hundred bucks, and then I was going on this tour. And I hadn't yet met up with the tour group. And then, like, think maybe that night or something, I went to, like, the orientation with the tour group. And and the tour guide said, look, there's a lot of scammers around here, so don't give your money to anybody. And I'm like, uh. I mean, I I already— They'd
0: already gotten you.
3: I already— Pretty much, You know, the, that the, that's the time I, I can think done. of when I
0: was scammed, I kind of knew too. I was assistant manager of a sunglass hut at South Street Seaport in New York City. It was late at night, I was a guy closing up the shop and this guy came in with a little girl and he told me this long story about how he needed to go to his car, but he needed $50 to get there and he was willing to leave his daughter with me. And I knew that this poor little kid was going to have to run away. To get to her scammy dad uh, elsewhere, and yeah, it's a creepy story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just leave said, "You my know what? Kid with you I'm, collateral? Ju- I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. I don't want you to leave your child here. That seems like a really bad idea." But he eventually talked me out of the money, which eventually came out of my pocket. Oh
3: yeah. 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 So, yeah. You know what a friend of mine said? I shared the story because I felt so stupid. Like I couldn't tell the other people that I had, you know, that I met on this tour. I couldn't tell them that I had been scammed because I felt so ashamed. Sure. Uh, and then later I told a friend back home and she said, you know what, Paula? You paid for really good theater. And oh, that's a good She was way right. To it was like fantastic it. acting. Uh, and yeah. uh, anyways, anyways, so today so, we have.
0: So you were good enough to not fall for the uh, the phone con there, but so many people end up victims. of um, of smooth talking, bang beat, bell ringing, big hall, great go neck or nothing, <laughs> rip roaring. Every but time a bullseye salesman. I don't know how he does it, but he lives like a king. And what the hell? <laughs>
3: That's from the train scene in music man I know, but it's so yeah yeah, it's long in the music man, but the guy does it with some rhythm and music. yeah I should have
0: looked ahead and seen see yeah. what kind of intro that Ken Lezevnik had wrought for me because I got midway through there and I was like, what the hell am I doing?" Yeah he goes, I don't know how he does it, but he lives like a king and he dallies and he gathers and he plucks and he shines and when this man dances certainly boys, what else? The piper yes, pays him. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes. sir. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. All right. I am channeling the music man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I should look this stuff over beforehand. All right. Now, there it is. I've been sold on a con <laughs> by Ken Lazimnik. Now, to explain how this happened to me, please welcome a forensic psychologist and professor of psychology at USC, Dr. Jasmine Tarani.
3: Woo-hoo! Thank you so much for being here. Well, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> we talked to you into coming to Miranda Street. Talk about a con. Yeah, how did you <laughs> fall for that
0: one?
1: Yeah. Expert. So you were, you
0: were listening to these cons that we were talking about. Were you familiar with all of them?
1: Yes, yes. And I, too, have gotten those phone calls as well. And, you know, they do sound a bit convincing, and it yeah. does make you wonder. And I, I, in fact, Googled the number that called and was reading up on all the other individuals who had also received the same type of message.
3: I would never have even thought to do that. Wow. Uh, uh, I mean, I didn't call the phone number, but if you did call the phone number, would you then, would you be engaged with someone who would um, encourage you to give them more and more information? as that would happen? Or they'd tell you to send them a check or something?
1: Yeah, they're going to be asking you for personal information, which, of course, you should never do over the phone. You should never be providing any kind of identifying information that could potentially open you up to identity theft. Mm-hmm.
0: That makes sense. You know, and i and I got to say, I have called these people back um, just to mess with them. And I, I'll say this to their credit. <laughs> they figure that out real fast. Oh, they the, know that the you're minute just you wasting ask their a question, time. Even no matter how guileless you try to sound, the minute you ask a question about them, it's over. Really? It just click. Yeah, <laughs> there, there isn't even a, I don't feel comfortable talking to you. It's just a <laughs> click, done. Uh, because they got better things to do than to be scammed. So what are the most popular scams that you know of? Which are the ones that work the best?
3: And it's so popular because I assume they're successful, by the way.
1: Um, well, I think before the advent of technology, you know, you would see a lot of these pyramid schemes, Ponzi schemes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, more recently, uh folks are using technology for evil. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, using it just in the ways that that both of you have described. Um, getting phone calls, getting uh, phishing emails, they're referred to, uh, where they're trying to... Um, Get you to feel a sense of urgency right. mm-hmm. that there's a warrant that's been issued. There is a right. warrant. Cops are coming for you already. Our cops are yeah. at
0: your door. Yeah. yeah. That
1: you have back taxes due to the IRS, and unless you pay this large amount in 24 hours, the IRS will come and arrest you. Uh-huh. So these are really scary-sounding are. emails and telephone calls that would make even... The smartest individual feel that um, feel concerned. They have to do something right away. Their safety, right? Yeah, I did
0: feel concerned. Even though I I heard that, I know that the IRS does not, in fact, sound like a robot. (laughs) But I was concerned enough to. That was one of the ones I called.
3: And I don't think the IRS leaves messages. Am I right about that? That is
1: correct. Yeah. No government agency, nor any law enforcement agency, to my knowledge, is going to be calling you on the phone. Uh, leaving you these types of threatening messages. Right, it's
0: true. And you know, I'll tell you what, I figured out why the uh, IRS scan uses a robot voice, because there is no way that that guy who was on the other end of the phone was even in our hemisphere. (laughs) <laughs> that accent was thick. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, yep. I represent the IRS. Um,
3: so um, <laughs> no, it's now you it's, always it's, know when they get it backwards too. You yeah, know, the, uh, SRI. SRI. Yes.
1: Yes. yes, SRI. That
3: is me. That yeah, is me. That's SRI. always a big clue. Now, are there? S- Wait a minute, back up. So okay. they moved to using technology, but the gas station one. Uh, where he, he, somebody comes up and tells you, uh, or maybe in a grocery store, parking lot, or a gas station, and they get the family in the car, they you know they get robbed or something, and now they need you to give them money. I've had that one a number of
1: times, still wow. currently.
0: That one must be successful. Is that also because they're creating a sense of urgency?
1: Yes, that there's a, a sense of danger for either themselves or their family members, and you know they're they're really kind of preying on um, our. You, our, our sense of goodness and humanity, and wanting to help out those in need.
0: That leads me to an interesting question. Like, this can't be a great way to make a living. is there, And you're a psychologist. Is there a psychological reason why somebody would prefer to con you rather than to earn a uh, decent living?
1: You know, part of it could be the thrill of the chase. You know, these, are, these tend to be individuals who engage in parasitic lifestyles, okay. and they are looking for others to take care and support them. Um, They're looking to others as and viewing them essentially as suckers uh-huh. to be had or taken advantage of. Yeah,
3: do you think there's a, a feeling of supremacy yes. when someone's able to That's psychologically trick you? That's a really good way you.
1: of explaining it. Absolutely.
0: Now, now, walk us through some techniques. If I, if I were trying to con people, what what are the techniques that I could use to get people on my side and get them listening Ooh, to me?
1: Interesting. So, in order to be persuasive, you mm-hmm. definitely want to come across as being charming and likable, but check, not check. but not too slick.
0: Oh, all right, right, right.
1: Okay. Um, you want to create a sense of shared vision, shared values, so mm-hmm. that they are, that you are um, on their side. If you are trying to persuade them to-, to... I so
0: get what you're talking about right here. <laughs> <laughs> go, go on. Try, try to ignore what Paul is trying to do to you. Just, just talk to me, tell, tell me these things. Keep going.
1: And although you're wanting to present your your viewpoint, mm-hmm. you also want to counterbalance it by giving perhaps some of the cons as well to make it mean? appear that you are objective and neutral.
0: You, so you want to make yourself seem a little bit flawed. Exactly. Ah, flawed, yeah. vulnerable, human, just like you. I get it. I, I kind of get it. I think I'm going to need a little more help understanding
1: this. Okay. And certainly you want to instill a sense of fear Mm -hmm. as well, Mm -hmm. Um, a sense of urgency that this is a time-limited decision-making process. You don't want to give people the luxury of time Uh because time will only plant doubt in the uh, recipients mind and give them an opportunity to check it to out check it out yeah. and to do their due diligence. yeah
0: but there are these long cons and I've read amazing things about it like the email scams from ni- scams from, from Nigeria they yes. play those those get played out over a period of months and people just keep buying in deeper and deeper.
3: Yes. I had the one one time where a fr- uh, I got an email from you know supposedly from a friend who said that uh, he was at Heathrow.
0: Oh, I've gotten that one. And,
3: uh, and I believe he, that one
0: starts like I'm. I'm having trouble cry, not crying as I'm writing this. That no, oh, I can't yeah.
3: remember anymore. But it was, you know, it was like the dad of a fellow parent from our gymnastics, and he said like, oh, you know, we're in Heathrow and we're stuck, and and I can't, you know, it's something he didn't have money for some reason, or would I send it to him? And I called my accountant's office to ask, and they're like, nah, that's a thing. But what I couldn't figure out I was like, what. Well, this guy has to have at least a hundred friends that are closer than me. Why is he calling me? Well, I think. Exactly. Oh, he called uh, you. E- no, email. E- it was an so e- email.
0: I think I can explain that. So what that I scam. did was I
3: just sent him a small amount of money.
0: Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> and then sent it in monthly installments to make yeah. sure he was being responsible. Yeah. And
3: I said to him, I said, I, there's going to be uh, interest on this. Right. You know, because I didn't trust him.
0: We perhaps didn't choose this topic wisely for being during our fundraising drive.
3: Yeah, that's a good point right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you, you ten dollar members.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what you get for ten dollars. You get the pin. You don't just get the pin. You get the extra special, root and toot and yeah. special episode that nobody else can listen to. Yeah. yeah. Just
3: keep sending it. Just keep sending it. <laughs> no. We didn't get that last one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Somebody cast maybe. your check, but it wasn't
3: us. Send it again. <laughs> now, no, we're I, kidding. We're kidding.
0: No, yeah, the fun, I, sw- I swear the fun, it. The fundraising drive is real. Um, now, are we all susceptible to being conned? Can anybody be conned, or are some
1: people smart enough to not? No, most people are susceptible to being conned. You Have know, you been conned? Those, you know, not to my knowledge. Not wow, to so it's so really uh, good But, caveat. you know, there's still time, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. And, you know... It, Most of us will experience a point in our lives where we're vulnerable, Mm -hmm. Okay. and the con artist, especially if they're psychopathic, is going to know what to say to appeal to what it is that is missing in your life, what it is that you're needing Uh in your life. Now, is that
0: a psychopath or a sociopath, and what's the difference?
1: Interesting question So we used to call it Sociopathy Right And uh-huh. now it's referred to As psychopathy
0: So, so there's no and, such thing As what's a the difference anymore?
1: Between it's either one it's the same thing. What does it mean A psychopath Is an individual Who Uh is known to lack remorse. They may uh-huh. be a pathological liar. Uh-huh. They are egocentric and narcissistic. Wow. Uh-huh. I don't know anybody uh, like they, that in the, in the yeah. <laughs> Really? Yeah.
3: How many people came to their inauguration? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so yeah, they're, they're likely narcissistic. They yeah. are pathological liars, which means they, they really can't tell the truth, or would rather not.
1: Yeah, they, they certainly know the difference between truth Uh, and fiction, however, uh, they get a thrill out of lying. Uh And they will lie about just the silliest and stupidest thing, including what they had for lunch that day.
3: Right. Where sometimes as the recipient, you can't even figure out what the upside of that lie was. Right. It's stimulating,
1: is it not? It is. It is, absolutely. And when you catch them in the lie, you know, most of us, when when we're caught in a lie, there's a sense of shame or embarrassment, not for the uh, psychopathic individual. This individual is able to rework their story to make it sound almost plausible. Hmm.
0: Wow, again, not something I'm familiar with no. in pop culture or government yeah. right now. No, Do
3: they not at ever all.
1: have um press secretaries that have the same <laughs> trait?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, as mental health professionals, you know we are we we've been asked not to comment. Due to ethical reasons. Oh, I see. On people uh, that you don't ex- actually examine. Exactly, yeah, I see Adam. what you're saying. Exactly. So, yeah. However, yeah. So I, will, she says, I will let you and your listeners come to your own conclusions. Yeah, based on your you description of what a psychopath is. Yeah,
0: psychopathy,
3: yes. Do they... Oh, would a psycho... And this, I, I don't mean anybody in particular, but would a psychopath um, be attractive to another psychopath? Can they spot That's each other?
1: Interesting. Well, I don't see what a psychopath would want in a fellow psychopath because how could how could they potentially manipulate that right. other individual yeah they want an individual in which there's a power differential uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah and that way there
3: also because of the egocentric aspect Correct. i suppose you right. can't have somebody there else needs to be somebody sucking there up
1: the is, oxygen who is subservient yeah. to them yeah
0: it's really really interesting so what what do we need to know to do to protect ourselves I mean, not giving out personal information is a good not one. Not
1: giving out personal information. Do your due diligence. Uh-huh. If something sounds too good to be true, it most likely is. Yeah. Whatever good deal is available today will likely be there tomorrow, likely be there next week. Yeah. Again, they're trying to create that sense of urgency. Uh-huh. Um, I want
0: to point out that our fundraising drive lasts just two weeks. <laughs> 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 it's a, it's just a terrible idea for this week. I mean, it's fascinating stuff, Dr. But We're subverting our very own fund drive.
3: I take lessons from... From someone who <laughs> sa- will say to me, I uh, said, he'll make me a deal on like, I can pay ahead for lessons, right? I can give him like a big sum of money for, you know, 90 lessons. And he goes, but it's all, on- the offer is only for today. <laughs> and I imagine if I didn't do it, you know, a week later, he would make me right. the same offer.
0: Yeah, because there's n- n- no reason at all why that offer would only be today. Yeah. Is this your martial arts teacher? Well, it is, yes. Yes, it
2: is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds kind of scammy, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, of course. It's it's creating
0: that sense of urgency.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, And, you know, just make sure to ask the right questions. Ask them what regulatory body is governing, you know, their organization. Oh, my gosh. And if you ask them that question, I mean, what could they possibly say? Oh, yeah. wow. Well, yeah. well, he could just kick me in the head. That's what well, he would say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is the next resort. Yeah. Well, Dr. Tarani, thank you for persuading us not to fall for a con. Paula, what advice can you give our listeners? And be honest. Hey,
3: Eric Calver, house band. Can I get a little background music for my con artist? Alert. Perfect. No stranger is going to give you money that you did not earn even if you call them back quickly and give them your credit card number, social security number, and mother's maiden name. The IRS isn't going to call you on the phone. And let's face it, you have not overpaid a company that's going out of business. And you are not the one person in millions whose Nigerian prince is real. There is no love spell, although Madame Lucia would love it if you thought there was. Con artists like to feel they're better than you. They prey on your kindness. They often use a sense of urgency to keep you from checking out the veracity of their claim. If someone comes up to you in a parking lot and says, my family and I need to go on a cruise right away, the right away thing is a clue.
0: Dr. Jasmine Tarani is a forensic psychologist and professor of psychology at USC. Thank you so much for being here, Dr. Tarani.
3: Thanks, Dr. Tarani.
1: All
0: right. We'll be right back after this word from us. From us! All right. The maximum fun thing, Paula, the whole network, if you will, is listener-supported, and it's time to pledge your support.
3: See, I don't think people realize... Uh, that it is listener-supported. That's how they they keep it all going.
0: Yeah, and they only do the drive once a year. It's a two-week drive. It starts today. Now, the goal for the pledge drive, again, is to add 25,000 new or upgrading monthly members. And what I would love it is if, like, 10,000 of those, because we're brand new to the Maximum Fund Network, 10,000 of those new members were among our tens of thousands of listeners. So So we
3: brought... 10,000 new
0: members. It would make me feel good personally to have helped the network in that way. Yeah. And it would also be much more helpful to our show if it came yeah. to us. Yeah. Uh, we also want to thank those of you who are members already. Thank you for stepping up and doing your part in helping the community.
3: And I have to say, every so often when I'm at my show, somebody will come up to me afterwards uh, wearing a Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone t-shirt, which uh, fills my heart.
0: With joy. Uh,
3: with joy yes and do you get t-shirts for donating or are you, simply- you
0: don't but you get a lot of different interesting gifts for donating i'm glad you brought that up you because get the I, mug don't you? you you do get the mug there's a mug involved i'm gonna go down the whole list right okay. now tell me but tell because me that what list feels a little dry you're doing yeah. it for the third time yeah eric calver would you mind giving me a little just a subtle little backbeat to read this to? Yeah, oh, that's some, all right. That's so some
3: gift giving. We music. want to talk.
0: You, I want you to come in as members out there. Maybe at the ten dollar, the twenty dollar, even the thirty five dollar monthly levels. Here's how it breaks down, though. You become a five dollar a month menu, and you get our bonus content episode. Paul and I Ooh, recorded boy. a special episode that you can only hear. Starting at the $5-a-month level, we answered questions about how the sausage gets made.
3: And by the way, anybody who gets the bonus episode for becoming a member at the $5-a-month level, please don't give it away. Right. Don't
0: tell the
3: other listeners what the answers
0: are. Like the Uh, mysterious laughter you hear in the background. Who is it? Is it Tony Anita Hull? Is it Bonnie Burns? Bonnie, uh, Captain Crinkle Burns. We talk about that on the bonus episode only. Yeah. Now moving For $5 on. Five
3: dollars a month. Bonnie can get some bubble wrap.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Mere $5 $5 a month. only make the show better, right? Moving on to $10 a month. You get that same bonus show, but that's not all you get. You get a He's Not Here pin, a subtle uh, reference to Thomas Coyne, our mysteriously nice. disappeared survivalist, in the shape of a map pin, as well as the Maximum Fun membership card.
3: Maximum Fun membership card, which you can show at any exclusive nightclub.
0: Yeah, and get in.
3: And Well, no, you can't get in, but you can, but you can show, show it. <laughs> Exactly.
0: <laughs> Moving on to the $20 yeah. level. Everything I've just mentioned, plus a 550-piece Max Fun puzzle in wow, addition cool. to all the other games. Especially
3: during the winter months. You're going to uh, need that know. puzzle
0: in your cabin uh, where uh, all you do have is internet, hot cocoa, and puzzles.
3: And keep in mind... But on the internet, there's a lot of con artists. We learned that today. A lot of con artists. But we're have... not one of them. You can no, trust we're not. us. We're not one of them. Right. A lot of con artists have moved to the internet, and so it's a dangerous place. So, what I'm saying to you is listen to the podcast, do the puzzle, and stay safe.
0: That's right. Stay safe out there, people. Moving on to the $35 level. Glass coffee <laughs> mug engraved with the Max Fun Rocket logo, in addition to all the gifts you got at the 5 the $10, and the $20 level. There are higher levels too, people with special gifts as well. But you're just gonna have to find out about them at maximumfun.org. Donate. That's slash donate. All right, moving on. Now. Boy, I oh, like that with the donate. beat. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Boy. Uh, he, slash he just donate. stopped
3: on a dime. Yeah, I know.
0: It was fantastic, yeah, Eric. That was just like, helped.
3: You know what uh, Adam did was he pushed a button and the floor dropped out from underneath. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna help Eric out of that hole because yeah, we might yeah. need some more drumming yeah, later.
3: Yeah, well, we might need some donations to have uh, enough money to get a rope to yeah. drop down to Eric.
0: And, you know, uh, that's really so we why can, we're moving can, on to what they call the ask. Where we're asking you right now to support Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone by becoming a Maximum Fun monthly member, helping us buy rope. To rescue our percussionist Eric Calvert, right, our
3: house band <laughs> this week is right now down in the pit. Yes, uh, the, and I don't mean like the orchestra pit. No, I mean he's in uh, a pit. pit.
0: I should and uh, I should have yeah. never put those spikes at the bottom. Yeah, now yeah. you but can that's contribute. That's the only of,
3: way to stop the music right on the right, but right on look, the oh, world. Oh, look like at him; that. he's crawling
0: out. Uh, you can contribute at a wide range of levels, from five dollars to two hundred a month. I suspect that they'd let you do more if you wanted. Oh now, yeah,
3: you can do more. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But but really, just consider ten dollars, twenty dollars, thirty-five dollars a month. There's Good podcasts on this network besides us. Yeah. There's, and we're there's, not
3: talking about huge we're not talking about like Walter White over the over the washing machine behind his insulation, he stacked all that money. Yeah. We're not talking about that kind of money. No, no, no. We're no. talking
0: about like ten bucks a month, maybe yeah. twenty bucks a month. It's yeah. not it's not exactly. that much.
3: I mean, even if we stack it up, it's not gonna be high.
0: I'm gonna walk them step by step how they become a maximum fund member. And okay. I think I need all another right, backbeat for that, don't I?
3: Yeah. Oh, you do.
0: Yeah. 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 Eric, now back up <laughs> Um,
3: this is this is a future ten dollar, uh, ten dollar a month member. Um, Adam, how would I become a ten dollar a month member?
0: Well, I'm going to tell you how to become any kind of member. Here's how it goes. Any One, kind of two, member. three, four. Here's what you do. Boy, that guy can Go to maximumfun.org/donate. Maximumfun.org. Select a membership level that is right for you. You'll provide a credit card number and some basic information, including which Max Fun shows you listen to. Stop! Because that's the important part. You get to check a box and say which Max Fun shows you listen to. Again, yeah. that's your opportunity. Yeah. Check. Say nobody listens to Paula Poundstone, <laughs> hit it again. You're a member now! Your membership contribution is ongoing and will process automatically each month. You don't have to do anything else unless the card expires, or you expire, or you decide to cancel. Become a member now! This is the time to do it, people.
3: Now, once you become a member, you know, you're gonna start to feel some changes in your body. You're gonna feel a little shiver. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's a all shake. perfectly natural. Uh, your blood starts you know. pumping. Uh, if you're- This is not
0: fake you remember know, now for
3: women your breasts may become bigger <laughs> and, and boys you may just have a stirring down below um, you might but that's to, all perfectly normal this is
0: the, the normal process of donating to a mm-hmm. podcast yes
3: exactly yeah <laughs> you may feel uh when you hear my voice you may feel closer to me right um, and that's but and and by the way you may hear adam in every episode as a member and again that's Perfectly normal. It happened to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, ten dollars a month member. All right, so again, do it right now. Our goal of twenty five thousand new and upgrading members. It's. I feel like this podcast alone is going to get us there. Oh, no but, question. But it depends on you. Twenty five
3: thousand. That's low for us.
0: Exactly. Twenty five thousand new
3: members. <laughs> that's nothing for us. We yeah. could do that in an afternoon. I just. 000. I just did that out on
0: Miranda Street. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Twenty five thousand new members. Hold on. So do it now while it's on your mind. It's easy, and gosh, we'd be grateful. Maximumfun.org slash donate. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can always email us at Poundstone at gmail.com. You can also follow me and or Paula on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram.
3: And you know, Adam. What, I have Paula? a theory. Do you? That if every nobody listens to Paula Poundstone listener tells just one friend about our show, we will have five new listeners in no time. Yeah. Some people aren't sure how to bring it up in conversation. So here is some simple, simple dialogue. Now, is this
0: new simple, sample dialogue? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. This okay. could be
3: very helpful. All right. Let's hear it. All right. Listener's friend, is it true you bet $500 on a horse named Throws Another Shoe at 1,460 to 1 odds and won? Listener, yep. Listener's friend, you didn't have $500 to throw around. What made you take a chance on such a long shot? Listener. Oh, that's easy. I listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, and all of that laughter leaves me with a feeling of possibility. Okay, now that's,
0: that's, a, that's a nice piece of dialogue, Paula. Yeah, um, yeah. that uh, could be
3: helpful for a, a listener that wants to um, explain to their friend Well, you, about- you,
0: you obviously mean that as sort of a general guideline for how our dialogue might go. No, not this
3: a, dialogue for someone could use this. This specific dialogue. Yeah, for someone Can I who bet $500 on a yeah. horse named Throws Another Shoe. Do you know that 1, Throws 1, Another Shoe... To, uh, uh, to one yeah. odds and one. I'm going
0: to be honest with you. Can I be honest with you for a second? Sure, go ahead. I feel like at this point, when it comes to the sample dialogue, you're just fucking with me. No, that's not... No, no, no. it really well, does feel no. that way, because this each is... week it gets so much more specific, to the point where this week... For that dialogue to actually take place, it would require there being a horse named throws another shoe <laughs> yeah. at one thousand four hundred and sixty to one odds, which I'm sh- not even sure is a thing. That oh, then that's wins. A thing.
3: That's a thing. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. And
0: the person would then win a lot of money. By the oh, way, I, I get the, the premise
3: th- okay. of the dialogue. But the Paula. reason they were able to make such a long shot bet, Adam, right. yes. is that because of the laughter that came their way from nobody listens to Paula Pounds. Uh, this part I were, do get. They were full of possibility. Do yeah. you see that? And I, now I do I that do. they have all that money, they could very easily become a $5 a month member. This is what I'm saying. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's they, our show for this evening. They could Nobody, win wait, a I get what you're saying. It's, it's just not possible. It's it, not
0: plausible. It's, you're just messing with me.
3: That's not true. Yeah, you are. It's, it's, I think it's...
0: Is there a horse named that?
3: Throws another shoe? Yes. Probably. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That is our show for this evening. Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone is hosted by Paula Poundstone and yours truly, Adam the Felber. Produced by Paula Poundstone, Adam Felber, Bonnie Burns, Ken Lazebnik, and Tony Anita Hull. Technical direction by Ray Horseman and mixing by Anthony Alfaro. Special thanks to tonight's house band, Eric Calvert. Man, you were great this time. You were great last time. I think you're going to be great next time. And thanks again to our guests, Dr. Wayne Grody and Dr. Jasmine Tirani. Our head of security is Jonah Knuckles Glickman transcription services for this show provided by transcribe me for your special paula poundstone specific discount use code paula poundstone when placing your order at transcribeme.com
3: that's our show for tonight won't somebody please listen to me Ah!
0: yeah uh. yeah
3: I'm a member
0: Maximumfun.org.
3: comedy and culture
1: artist owned
0: audience supported hey everybody as longtime listeners know when helix mattresses first started sponsoring our show Bonnie burns somehow got the drop on me and made off with the first mattress but in the intervening years I have gotten myself a helix mattress I've had it for almost a year now, and it has improved my sleep. It has improved my life. I could not be happier. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, which I have, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, which is a mattress designed just for big and tall sleepers, and they even have mattresses made just for kids. Now, if you're like me and you were a little nervous about trying it online, or like Paula, who was screaming in fear of buying a mattress online, don't be. The Helix Sleep Quiz takes into account your individual sleep preference to match you and your partner with the perfect mattress. I took the quiz and I ended up with the great mattress for a side sleeper, the Helix Midnight Lux. Take my word for it, everybody. The Helix Midnight Lux.
3: Oh, don't want to take Adam's word for it. I don't blame you. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free
0: pillows for our listeners. Go to com slash paula. That's helixsleep.com slash Paula, and use the code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better
3: sleep starts now. (laughs) Paula.
0: Paula, I invited you over, but (laughs) you fell asleep. Helixsleep.com slash Paula, and if you're going to do it anyway, use our code.